Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello all of you beautiful people, Jules here for WhatCulture.com and today I'm not going to make many friends because I'm going to basically tell you about party members from RPGs that kind of really stink, even though I know a few of them are definitely fan favourites, but I hope that you will understand and listen to what I have to say because some of these, while they look incredibly cool, they're just not as useful as you want them to be. So with this in mind, I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com and these are 10 terrible video game party members that always were left warming the bench. Number 10. Caden Alenko, Mass Effect Now though there are a ton of potential squad members to choose from throughout the Mass Effect franchise, Caden is by some measure the lamest of the lot. A prototypical generic white guy party member, Caden is also painfully just a nothing teammate on the battlefield, incapable of doing much with anything more than just a passing adequacy. Really, the only solace is that the player is able to dispose of him in the first game, letting him sacrifice himself in order to save Ashley Williams, who, yes, she is a space racist and neither of them are good, but he's just so boring. In an ironic twist though, those who let Caden live in the first game finally get rewarded for their mercy in Mass Effect 3, where Caden returns with a more useful, beefed-up set of biotic abilities, but whether it's been worth the wait, that's completely debatable. Number 9. Hope Final Fantasy XIII The Final Fantasy franchise is such a vast enterprise that everyone has their passionate personal favourites and sworn-off deplorables, but can we all just agree on something? The Final Fantasy XIII's hope is about as useful as a chocolate teapot. Before we even get to his combat readiness, Hope is the most prototypically irritating child RPG character, and despite having a sympathy-generating backstory involving his dead mother Nora, he's rendered unbearable due to his relentless, petulant whining. Even if you can forgive this due to his traumatic childhood, he's extremely extremely weak in the battle stakes, especially in the earlier stages of the game. Ultimately, he becomes a consistent enough liability that many players simply decide against investing in him and instead ditch him at the first opportunity. Number 8. Lydia The Elder Scrolls Skyrim Right, I know that a lot of people love Lydia, this is the thing, she's become a meme in her own right, but let's just talk about it for a split second. Now, as effective and annoying as all of the party members are on this list, none have proven quite as meme-worthy as Skyrim's Lydia. Despite looking like a battle-hardened warrior who would be incredibly useful in battle, Lydia is one of Skyrim's most infuriating followers. As beyond even her dryly sarcastic demeanor and charisma void of a personality, she's so bloody clumsy. Though Lydia is typically the first house Carl that players encounter, 
counter, she just ignores your commands, in addition to blocking doorways, setting off traps, and running headlong into battles that she just isn't ready for. Now, this is definitely a result of the programming rather than the character, but still, god damn woman. As a result, she often proves more of a liability than an actual helping hand. Though dedicated players can indeed take advantage of her sizable health pool and level cap of 50, she's such a pain to be around that you'd be forgiven for quickly parting ways with her. Seriously, it is easier traveling alone. Number 7. Candy Corn Costume Quest 2 there is objectively no more useless video game party member than Candy Corn in Double Fine's hysterical RPG satire Costume Quest 2. The Candy Corn costume is unable to attack during battles and just sits there during its turn while the game makes amusing comments about how utterly pointless it is. Now, some of these choice phrases include Candy Corn is gonna sit this one out, it's time to look at Candy Corn, and Candy Corn wishes he was more like real corn. Ouch. It is, of course, a complete joke and therefore more tolerable than some of the actively terrible party members on this list, but what makes this annoying is that you kind of have to have Candy Corn in your party to 100% this game, because if you go through every battle in the game with Candy Corn in your party, you'll unlock the Hard Corn Mode achievement for your bloody patience. Number 6. Cook and Mac Lost Odyssey Cult classic RPG Lost Odyssey boasts two off-putting child characters for the price of one! Ooh, brilliant. Now, much like Final Fantasy XIII's hope, the pair at least have some defense in the fact that they're literally kids, but even so, the ear-assaulting voice acting and cringeworthy dialogue ensure that these two are a pain each and every time that they open their mouths. In combat terms, they simply pale in comparison to just about every other option at your disposal, especially considering how poorly they fare defensively. I mean, they're just kids after all, so of course they take a battering, so why would you include them in a battle? Mac in particular has incredibly low survivability, and given that the bulk of their abilities can be done better by the game's other characters, any incentive to retain them quickly lessens as you progress into the game's tougher sections. But weirdly enough, they do have some defenders out there in the fandom, but unless you have a major tolerance for grating kids in your JRPGs, you should just give this pair a wide berth. Number 5. Jogurt or Yogurt Shining Force much like Candy Corn in Costume Quest 2, Shining Force Jogurt, or Yogurt if you're playing the American release, is a joke character, albeit one which can actually deal some damage. Well, 1 HP to be precise. A tiny helmet-wearing hamster-like creature who can join your party, Yogurt may be immediately appealing from a design perspective, but the fact that he can't make a dent during battle unfortunately makes him fundamentally, objectively, useless beyond boosting your morale by raising the occasional smile. Players can't do anything to raise his stats either, so he's effectively a waste of a character slot, and all he's really good for is absorbing one hit in the place of somebody who actually has actual fighting abilities. In the event that Yogurt does score the killing blow on an enemy, though, he'll give up a Yogurt ring, which will allow the wearer to resemble Yogurt. Amusing, yes, but completely purposeless where progress is concerned. Number 4. Preston Garvey, Fallout 4 much like the Elder Scrolls series, Fallout gives players a large swathe of companions to choose from, the merits of whom will forever be fiercely debated amongst the fandom. Yet precious few will run to the defense of Fallout 4's Preston Garvey, the motormouth member of the Minutemen who is not only a total dullard but extremely ineffective in combat. When he's not busy hassling you to tackle the unending ream of randomly generated Radiant quests, he never shuts up talking about the Minutemen. I know, I'm the bloody general. Shut up. Plus, he has all the combat efficiency of a cardboard cutout. Getting Preston to actually offer up a helping hand during battles is a frustrating chore as well, because he'll far more likely just stand around doing nothing or even walk off for no discernible reason. When you've got so many other better written characters in this game, why would you ever choose him? And it sucks because he's a nice guy, I can tell that. I go for a pint with him, but just... Ah, <sighs> Preston. 
Number three, Magikarp Pokemon. Now I know that it seems a bit harsh picking on Magikarp because yes, he's a little fish and a bit of a joke character, and yes, he does obviously turn into the very useful Gyarados, or Gyarados, depending on how you want to pronounce it, but still, it is pathetically weakened. Less said about that splash attack, the better, mate. Plus the fact that you have to slog it out with this creature to get anywhere, level 20 in fact, simply just, ooh, it just grinds my gears. Hell, even the official Pokemon YouTube page has a hilarious song dedicated to Magikarp's thoroughly weirdly endearing lameness. I suggest you go give it a listen. Number 2. Kimari Ronzo, Final Fantasy X. Listen, right, I know there are going to be a load of people jumping down my throat who is going to be like, Oh, I love, I love Kimari. Kimari's the best. He's my, he's my first owner. Just chill out. Chill for a second and listen. Because yes, he is a cool character. He's got a cool design. I like his motive. I like the fact that he twats his brothers around and he's got a half horn thing. I like that. That's really cool. But just for a split second, take a look at his sphere grid placement. What do you see? You see nothing. And the reason why is because he's meant to be the jack of all trades of the group. He's meant to be able to specialize in a little bit of everything. But you know what that makes for in an RPG? Not that great an experience. Because yes, you can have a little bit of pepper here and there, but I want the full-on spice. Give me a full-on tank. Give me a full-on healer. Black mage, white mage, a summoner, a blitzball wielder. Like, you know what I mean? And for those reasons, Kamari just falls short of being actually useful. And remember, this list isn't about personal preferences, design choices, and the like. It is about their usefulness in combat. And, and Kamari just unfortunately comes in a little bit short. Still, he does look cool. And number one, Zeke, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Though Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Zeke certainly has his fans, he's also a completely perfunctory party member, introduced far too late in the game, at which point players will have already had their party figured out and likely won't want to mess with a working system. Given that Zeke's abilities can be matched by numerous other characters, particularly protagonist Rex, he's also frustratingly prone to death despite the strength of his attacks, so you couldn't really be blamed for leaving him on the sidelines from minute one. Sadly, in this case, it's not that Zeke isn't an interesting or entertaining character to be around, but simply that poor timing and redundancy combines to make him unappealing as a party member pick. If Zeke were a natural tank, he might have been a neater fit, but instead he feels like a character still searching for his own defined role. I feel sad for him. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 